Oh, that's, I don't know if you heard that, but that was some good, that's some good, good water coming at you at the KCRW Studios in West Los Angeles. It is me, Joey, here with Nick, and this is Garbage Game Club. Joey, I have something I need to admit. Were you going to tell me the traffic? Because you're doing like a, like a radio thing. You're like, oh, I got I need something I need to admit on the way into work today. I did not put deodorant on, but that's okay because I'm going to be in the studio by myself. Joey, thanks for hanging it over to me. Next, we're going to listen to some Smashing Pumpkins. I used to be a, uh, I think I like bugs. You think you like bugs? I think I'm into bugs. Okay, I don't think I like bugs, but hear me out. Is there a game with bugs that I don't like? You like Bug Fables? Dude, Bug Fables is one of the best Paper Mario games. Yeah. It's the Bug second. Fables is the second it's best the second Paper Mario, Mario game, game next to Thousand Year Door. Yeah. That is wild. I don't know if it's because of the bugs, but but go on. You're making a point? You like Hollow Knight? Hollow Knight is literally one of my favorite games I have ever played. Full stop. 10 out of 10. Hollow Knight is exceptional. And the game that we've said on the most amount of podcasts because I shoehorn it all the time because I think Hollow Knight is that good. It's all my favorite things. And maybe one of my favorite things is bugs. Is there an, I feel like we're missing a bug game that we also love. Uh, I mean, there's the one we're going to do the show on. Oh, that's right. Because we both love Yoku's Island Express. Do you know when you fell in love with this game, Joey? Because I know the exact moment that I fell in love with this game. Uh, maybe like, I think it was with, 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 within the first 90 minutes. I fell in love with this game at roughly the 20 minute mark where you launch yourself up the spire of the mountain. You crash through like a building and then you emerge on a like precipice that oversees the entire island. Late title card. Yoku's Island Express, your little bug mailman cheers as over the giant island, <laughs> giant title card appears, the music starts slapping, and I'm like, this game owns. This is going to be a game to remember. And boy, was I right. So, I mean, I, I guess I'll get some of the praise out of the way nice and early. I'll, I'll, I'll get some praise out of the way at the top, okay? This is probably the most underrated game that i've played in about a year if you want to be a cool kid play yoku's island express and then talk about how cool that game is and everyone's gonna be like if you have a need to be a video game hipster you should play yoku's island express because here's the thing there's a lot of games that we talk about that are like you know, we can say like, oh man, dude, you know, I fucking loved Oberdin. I'm so fucking hip, man. I loved <laughs> But ultimately, Oberdin nominated for like Game of the Year. Awards. Normies play Oberdin. Yeah, normies know <laughs> about Oberdin. It's topped like the fucking Steam sale charts. You know what hasn't even gotten into the top 20 of the Steam sale charts? Probably even the top 50 of the Steam sale charts. Yoku's Island Express. And that feels like an injustice. That's and a crime. While I am not going to say that Yoku's Island Express is a 10 out of 10 game that I like the same amount as Hollow Knight. It's probably, you know, an 8 out of 10. I think... I and think- that's great because you compare it to the expectations you have of a game that you've never really heard of before or something that's a weird concept. And as soon as, as, soon as it's good, it's just boom. The, the feeling of broken and exceeded expectations is 
awesome. And Yoku delivers that. Maybe not if you're listening to this, right? And then you, I'm going to give you high expectations before you start. Maybe you get benefited from this game by playing it without having high expectations. And if that's the case, and I haven't ruined that for you, maybe just stop the podcast and go play it if you're listening but still haven't because I think that it's going to beat your expectations. And that's why it's cool. I think uh, the indie scene in this generation and the previous generation has, I think, been defined by Metroidvanias. You know, every indie game that pops up out of the blue on Steam seems to be a Metroidvania or a roguelike to some extent. But I assure you, the thing that stands out about Roku's Island Express is how it how it takes an established genre and just completely molds it into it's this beautiful fusion of pinball and metroidvania in a way that i thought was going to be bad because yoku's island express is a game i heard about about two years ago i want to say and every there's a lot of people i admire who are like hey you should check out yoku's island express it's a pretty good game pretty good game and i'm like oh one day one day i was like pinball I don't know how I feel about that. I like pinball. I, th- I think pinball mechanics are fun. But as soon as you bring in a game that's supposed to have skill, like a Metroid game, and you introduce... Because what, what pinball does, and what I'm trying to say, is that pinball introduces a level of randomness that generally I find distasteful with games, especially games where you want to feel some kind of mastery over controls. By playing Yoku and acknowledging that a, a big portion of the game, a big portion of this world involves pinball mechanics and flippers and bumpers. 98% of this game is pinball mechanics. <laughs> and you think like, well, that means like, I mean, oh, that's that's frustrating because it's pinball. I, I don't have full control over my hero, right? I felt pretty maneuverable, TBH. I felt pretty good too. It, it, I think this game unlocks movement. Like, you know how we always talk about how like Mario, 3D Mario is great because you have the full range of movement and you're really only limited by your skill in reaching certain heights and objectives. Mm-hmm. I think I think Yoku's Island Express is very similar in that regard in that you just got to get good at pinball, buddy. You just got to get good. But the thing that had turned me off from playing this game for the longest time was that I knew that there would be moments in the game where I just need to go through a certain door and that I would have to go through the same pinball routine 8 to 12 times in order to get the pinball actually where I need it to in order to advance. I feel like that only happened like three or four times throughout the entirety of Yoku's six hour length. Minimally. Yeah. I, I think I actually played Yoku for a little bit longer than you because I came pretty you close. To, it, right? I, I, I got pretty close to, I, I don't think I did properly, but I did find a lot of secrets. I, I unlocked a lot of extra stuff and Yoku is a game that, you know, soup to nuts. It has a lot for someone. Um, it really benefits people who want to have the full Metroidvania experience with unlockables that you that are that are not mission critical, um, like extras, uh, collectibles. Change your ball a different color. You know who doesn't want to change your ball a different color, right? It's all about that dark black green ball. Uh, no, it's all about the gold ball, so that you can go hang out with the uh, with with the queen. Oh, okay. But Fair you know, enough. the like Yoku starts off simple. You're the mailman at a new island. Which is such a fun... I'm a bug beetle mailman with a big old ball. You're a dung beetle, right? Yeah. Which is why I'm pushing a ball around. That's just poop. I mean, the ball isn't poop, but like... How do you know that? 
I, I, you're right. I don't really know that. But the ball, awesome. in my head cannon, ball, not poop. He's walking around with his poop. Big brain. It's bugs. They don't care. But yeah, that, that's the concept for the game. You are at a new island and you are taking the job of the previous mailman on the island. And your job is to deliver mail to all the residents of the island. And what you. Which sounds so silly. And it's so much fun. And what you slowly uncover is that there is an entity known as the God Killer that is slowly sucking the life from four eldritch, sentient elder gods that live on this island that inhabit and are the reason why it's prospering. And so I'm like, this is a left turn from a postman to now I'm fighting someone named the God Slayer or I'm on the trail of this thing called the God Slayer. But I think that's what's part of the charm is this feels like a... It reminded me a lot of Hollow Knight in that respect where it felt like there's very much an established history on this island. There's so much Hollow Knight inspiration, not just the bugs. Yeah, not just the bugs, but it feels like there's just a lot of environmental storytelling. There's a lot of history in various regions of this island and it all is there for you if you really want to sit down and enjoy it or you could just enjoy wow i'm in a snow island now now i'm in the underground area now i'm in the the rainy area and that's fine too because i think that this game moves quick i think if someone's like i want to check out a metroidvania for the first time honestly i'd probably recommend yoku because it's so short it's a six hour game and i think you get everything you need out of a Metroidvania. And I think that so many of the... And I still might tell him to play Shadow Complex. I don't know how dated that is, but like... Oh, uh, we don't support Orson's... I think that's Orson... No, it's not Orson Scott Card. But oh, the, the author's that, a white... That, that, that's Cliff Fizitsky. The auth- No, he's not. The The author of Shadow Complex is a like a white supremacist, like racist dude. Oh. Uh, is that is that slander, maybe? I'm pretty it's, sure he's a shithead. Alleged. You have to say alleged. Oh, alleged. I don't know. I thought I, Shadow Complex is like a Cliffy B game. Uh... Chair Entertainment developed it. They're an offshoot of Epic Games. But I think Cliffy B was a part of development, yes. But it was the story itself was supporting a person who is not allegedly great. Um, oh, that's gross. Yeah, so just play Hollow so Knight. So maybe, yeah. Hollow Knight and Yoko. Ho- Hollow, Knight feel, Hollow Knight actually feels like a hard game to get people into from the, from the get-go because it is like just inherently more difficult, even though I think that it's, it's, it is better. Yoku... Uh, first great first-timer game. Yoku isn't that hard. Everyone knows pinball. It's very easy to understand, right? Like, it's super easy to understand what's going on. The world isn't that confusing. It, it actually, the, the world map of Yoku strikes a super fine balance of, like, complex enough to be engaging, but simple enough to still be friendly. I do think that the game actually does function pretty well as, as someone's, like, first Metroidvania. Like, it's not that complex. And also, really cool system of fast traveling with the Excellent ball Excellent fast travel. Oh, my gosh. So, I, I got to a point in Holland, I think after my first hour, where I unlocked a lot of the map, and I was like, I gotta get over here. That's such a pain in the ass. And I think when you look at the world map, you think... I have to go so far. I have to travel so far in order to get to where I need to go. Mm-hmm. But I think what you realize is it does the thing that every Dark Souls game does. It does the thing that every good Metroidvania does. Is You just memorize the paths. You just you, It starts to be a part of your who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And you just know where to go based on what you're looking at on the screen. And you realize that that vast distance you're trying to travel is actually very approachable and very easy to do and the second you think 
that this is starting to get a little overwhelming because of the distance is when the game unlocks that Dark Souls thing of, oh, I didn't know this area was connected to this area. This is a great shortcut. Or, whoa, look at this fast travel catapult system. This is incredible. The catapult cannon system. Can we talk about the sound design in Yoku? Please, go for it. Uh, hold on. Let, 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 let me try and reach into my bouquet of words here to pull out a rose to really properly exemplify um, how I feel about the sound design in Yoku. It's really good. You know, I might be underselling that. It's very good. Games are good, man. The, the game sounds good. Between like all the little fun noises that the bugs make. Uh, that, There's that, good feedback. Whenever you hit something, it just... It, it, it captures that ever like ominous presence of game feel. I feel like I have very good control of that ball. And having control of any virtual character is difficult to do. I think Yoku's Island Express knocks the in terms of audio and visual feedback, everything just feels right. It all feels right. It all feels good and cohesive. Good. I it's it's almost hard to do my job here and dissect particular parts that feel good because it does such a good job of just using all of its systems together in in a nice array that like you almost some games you can be like oh man this feels good because the shooting and the moving feels good or this feels good because of the ambiance and theme that's being created that makes me feel immersed you know. Yoku actually, surprisingly enough, especially for what it is, which really is like an under-the-radar indie game, hits on so many of those levels to be like, okay, well, the ambiance, right? If you're thinking of the world, the map is well-designed, and also it has the feeling of being giant and small at the same time. Perfect. The sound design from the music to all of the cues not only help communicate gameplay, but they do so much for world-building. The characters are fun and you feel like some kind of level of enjoyment going through the dialogue, which is cool. You always feel like you're progressing somewhere. And the uh, uh, individual pinball arenas, which is like, you know, aside from the exploration, the core of the gameplay, you just feel like you have so much entropy over that everything just, just fits into and folds over each other way better than expected if i would have played if i would have just looked and thought about yoku as a game before jumping into it i'd be like okay like i walk around i do some pinball stuff and then like you know i guess i just probably do a lot of pinball stuff like okay like pinball whatever but then you realize that like pinball does take a back seat sometimes and the game balances so well the feel between doing pinball and not doing pinball that it never feels like it's stale or overstays its welcome the pinball is just a means to get from a to b like they're they're like a they're like mini it's your platform jumping yeah in in every hall in your every metroidvania you would just jump on two different platforms in order to get to the next area well what if instead you did it via pinball like that owns that rules that's such a good way of changing the formula on something that we've seen so much of and it always feels like like you said we are always progressing but like the game is fairly like it's hard to go the wrong way in this game i feel like it's the map is useful it's designed in such a way that it always feels like oh i know exactly where i need to go and how to get there 
which is hard to do in a game like this, especially with pinball, with all hidden tunnels and whatnot. And, and as you were talking, it, it, it really struck me as you were describing just how, how the game flows from pinball to exploration. And it, it, it hit me over the head like a, like a ton of bricks. This game toes the magic line that Sonic the Hedgehog always crosses over. It is everything I've ever wanted from a Sonic game in terms of moving quickly, but also feeling like I'm exploring a world that's fully realized and lived in. Like, it feels like you're moving at just the right speed where you can catch glimpses of secrets and then be like, I got to get back here in order to get this secret. Whereas in Sonic, I feel like if you're not moving fast, you're not having fun. And Sonic is almost meant to be played in this level system where, like, you want to replay levels, you know? And you can take Yoku quickly or slowly, but Sonic, you're only having fun if you're going fast, and you have to replay levels in order to like really hit those cool moves, mm-hmm. right? Which I don't like. Yeah, <laughs> that's just, why I don't like Sonic games. Yeah, it feels like it's the ideal Sonic run is your second time through the level you just played, or third, yeah, or fourth, when you memorize the ultimate path, where it's you execute the game's vision of what it thinks it is. But you can only do that when you already know what the game looks like, essentially. You know what the layout looks like. I think Yoku does that with your first time through an area because of how intricate a lot of its pinball systems are. You feel like you achieved greatness when you climb up that snowy peak. But really, you just entered one little area. And then the the visual and audio feedback you get of seeing Yoku traverse this complex complex network where you don't actually do anything you just luckily shot your ball in the right spot and the game just has that like visual goodness that makes you feel like you achieve something and i feel like that's a thing that not a lot of games do anymore right like it's, it's really good at giving you that like that pure serotonin loop mm-hmm. like you i feel like if i was watching myself play this game i would have been smiling a lot yeah it's so cute it's so charming and it's so fun why why do you think this was overlooked? It's not a franchise. I think in an era I mean, where... C- Celeste isn't a franchise. Yeah, sure. Hollow I th- Knight isn't a franchise. I think that... I, I do wonder. I, I, I honestly don't know, but like when you make a Metroidvania game, I think if your name's not Metroid or Castlevania, you're going to have a hard time. Obviously, Hollow Knight notwithstanding, but that's just the first thing that comes to my mind is there's never been a game like this. Like, there's never been a pinball Metroidvania before. You think, though, I wonder if if more people were turned off by the pinball than turned on by it, you know? Because while it's interesting, like, I feel like that's a very easy thing to point to and be like, I'm not, I don't... I I think that was my initial, like, disinterest in the game is like uh, i mean pinball is cool but i don't know that i want to play a whole game about it you know and i think that might be also maybe the name yoku's island express is not particularly evocative i don't know what a yoku is yeah and what's an express yeah I'm on an island i guess yeah so uh, maybe there is a little bit and i don't know maybe this has nothing to do with why the game isn't you know at the top of steam charts but i thoroughly believe that it is a crime that it's not uh I I think if I had any criticisms of the game is that it does sometimes venture into that territory where I am just trying to get through a door, but because it's pinball, sometimes I can't quite get the angle I need. Um, And that can be a little bit frustrating, but I never feel like I'm doing that for a long time. Um, Also, maybe give me, maybe I wish that you got the swimming power up a little bit early. 
Uh, otherwise, like, I feel like you go a lot of the game without ever getting any new mechanic, um, which can be a little bit tiring because you see so many areas that you're like, I just want to go explore here. But there's a lot of there's a lot of mental. <clears throat> I need to get back here. A lot of mental note taking. But that said, this game does the thing that I think every Metroidvania a- attempts to, and I think this game knocks out of the park is. Every Metroidvania game does a thing where you see a secret over there. Uh uh uh. You don't have the double jump yet. You don't have the ability to swim underwater yet. Take a mental note. Don't forget it. And there's always this point in a Metroidvania game where you're building, building, building. I can only hold so many mental notes in my head. And then finally you get the power up you need. And then that serotonin rush of finally backtracking, getting everything you need. The beauty, the beautiful thing about Yoku is I think that its pinball design allows you to always feel that forward momentum, no pun intended, and enjoy that rise of mental note, mental note, mental note, mental note. And then when you finally do get your abilities, it's just a nonstop loop of more and more serotonin hits as I go back and uncover all these secrets. Because again, it's a pinball game, so I just have to go back the way I came. And it's fairly easy to do that it only gets easier as you progress so there's like this domino effect of just finding new thing new thing new thing new thing the second you stop uncovering new areas in yoku is when you basically are like oh now i can get literally everything i on have the mastery map. the ma- you can actually if you want to you can roll around you can unlock most of the map pretty rapidly and I think you can also probably, like, I didn't because it's my first time playing through the game, but I wouldn't be surprised if there is a one-hour speed run of Yoku. Where there's, you, I, I've watched, there's, like, even less. You like, can, I'm sure that this you, game... You can break is, the game a little bit. Yeah, I'm sure that this game is very, lends itself very well to sequence breaking, where you do things you're not supposed to, just because of the nature of the product. Like, it just feels like this game is designed to be ripped apart and still, like, completable. Because I'm pretty sure you can fight that boss Screech, one of the first boss fights you encounter. Mm-hmm. I didn't encounter him until like halfway through the game. Whoa. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, all my boss fighting came at the the last like two hours of the game, and so it was just like I feel like I probably should have fought this guy sooner, but I didn't feel like I was ever doing anything incorrectly. It's 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 pretty cool. I no I, no game has really ever made me feel this way about like, wow, this is just a shot-in-the-arm Metroidvania experience that is incredible in its design and its execution. I just keep going back to wanting to see that it's a shame that this didn't get, like, its its, its day in court. Um, and I'm glad that, you know, we have this, this smallest, teeniest of platform to try and tell people, like, hey, this is a game you should put on your wish list. If I can tell one person to experience this game, I think I'll be happy, you know? Like, I think if one person plays this game because I recommend it, I'd be thrilled because that's, you know, one other pair of eyes that this des- this developer absolutely deserves. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, and I think that, I think that this is truly a word-of-mouth game and the knock-on effect of us telling people to play it will tell other people to play it because, you know, this isn't a thing that that is capped by any, like, time like this game feels quite timeless pick it up on your switch put it on put it on your nintendo switch wish list or wish wish list or like put it on deku deals or add it to your steam wish list maybe maybe this isn't something that you're going to go out and buy immediately even though if you want to play a game you can slash should but like if this is something where you're like i'm still not sure even with all this praise like wish list it it'll go on sale 
it absolutely will go on sale. Yeah. And then get, just do yourself a favor and buy it. And maybe you're not going to play it this week. Maybe you're not going to play it this month. Maybe you're going to play it in December when you got time this year. And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's right. You know, I remember Joey and Nick talked about really liking this game. And I can almost guarantee you that when you actually play it, you're going to have a good time. Because it is simply just a fun, well-designed game that does so much right. In a way that I have not... like. I've played 20, 30 games so far this year. Mm-hmm. Maybe not that. I've, probably, I've played like 20-something games so far this year, right? Yoku is probably the one that, that I was the most excited to be playing. Mm-hmm. Other games, like, you know, I've played old Zelda games before. That's like fun. That's like comfort food. That's a well-designed game that I know is good. But the surprise that came with Yoku being so much more than I expected it to be is was so awesome because i feel like these days you don't get that many games that you just pick up and you're like wow i didn't know about this and it was really good that i feel like you know that's part of the part of the goal of the podcast right but also it, it's just so few and far between when that happens now yeah and, and i think if nothing else i think yoku taps into thing that every game hopes to try and achieve with you know with developers from the be- like conception of a game is the game magically finds a way to compel you to keep playing until there's nothing left. Yep. And I, it's very rare when a game grabs me the way Yoku does. It also feels like it could be a rare game. Yeah, I think it has very similar like tonal similarities to a lot of rare games. Which is probably something that I'm also a sucker for, to be honest. So Rare does like their bugs. But it just... It, it compels you to pick it up and never put it down until you roll credits. And even after you've rolled credits, you just want to keep going. And I'd hate I to, did. and I'd hate to, to to go on this even more. But the one thing that I realized when I was like maybe seventy percent of the way through the game is, you don't. There's no fail state in Yoku. The one time I thought I died, I realized it was the game showing me one of its biggest secrets. And it's where if you take enough damage, every time you take quote-unquote damage in Yoku's Island Express, you bleed the currency, which is fruits. And if you bleed enough of this currency, the game cuts away to this underground hidden area where these robed bugs are gathered around this giant like crystal larva thing. And you just see a number that appears under the larva that gets larger and larger the more fruit you lose until eventually it unlocks. And then you realize there's multiple things around the island you need to collect in order to uh, hatch this larva. And it's such an interesting way of going about handling tea. Like, there is no fail state. And in messing things up, the game only teases something even greater that comes at the end of the game, which I think is It makes genius. death like a mystery instead of like a restart fail state, which is like, well, that's cool. I haven't seen a lot of people do that before. Like, I definitely found myself like, well, I'm taking a little more damage here than I normally do, so I'm just going to take damage over and over to see what happens because I was genuinely excited and interested in all of the secrets this game had to, like, to offer me. Like, it's just so neat. It's so fun. Good game. Good game. If we haven't sold you on it, you haven't been listening. You should play Yoku. You should play Yoku's Island Express, and you should tell other people to play it once you finish playing it, because I think it, like... You you will want to. I think you'll want to. I think you'll want to. I think that they deserve the money. I think they deserve the sale buys. 
I want to. I want Yoku too. I'm not going to be up front. I'm gonna. I want more. Papa want more. I I would. I would day one play Yoku too. A hundred percent. I would day one play Yoku too. Take all of my 1999. <laughs> or I mean, I'd, I'd give him twenty five dollars. I would. I would pay. Uh, I would pay thirty dollars for up up upwards of thirty dollars for I, Yoku. I, w- I would pay thirty dollars for Yoku too. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely would. That feels right. But I, I, I think we, we've sung the praises of Yoku enough. It's been a minute since, since there was something that we felt so so strongly positive about, I think. Like, like I feel like the, for the last couple of months, we've been like kind of, this is good, but this is eh. Or like kind of, kind of like middle of the road. Or like, yeah, maybe I'm not a fan of this, Cardo. But like, I, I feel like it's been a minute since we've had like such, such strong praise of something. A hundred percent. Yeah, I have like a big... Uh, that's not even big, but every now and then IGN likes to do these things where we have discussions about top 10 lists or whatever, and everyone kind of like throws a game in. And, you know, there's like a little bit of debating happening. There's some listing. And literally tomorrow, the day after recording, we're doing a top 10 Metroidvanias list, and I'm coming out swinging for Yoku. Okay, hear me out. If Hollow Knight's not number one on the list, it's probably fucked up. I'm going to fight for Hollow Knight at number one. There's, there's, I will fight for Hollow Knight at there's number act, one. There's actually no reason why Hollow Knight would not. It's not. I, I, I genuinely I will fight think for that it. Hollow Knight is the best Metroidvania game that exists. But if you want another good game that is a Metroidvania game, it should be Yoku. Yo- what if you look at? Is the whole list going to be? Is the whole list going to be Metroid and Castlevania? There's still debate about that. Like, because we're we're kind of like, I mean, do we want to include Metroid and Castlevania games, or do we want games that? are evocative of those because, you know, picking a Castlevania or a Metroid game just feels like a no-brainer. So, like, being interesting and actually choosing games that aren't those I think would be a far more can, interesting can list. Can you pick 10 of them? That, that's what I'm curious about. I mean... People are going to be like, I really liked Care Chiron. Axum Verge is also pretty good, too. I, I, I think the Shadow Complex is still a pretty good game. Shadow Complex is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. It's just... You're just supporting someone who's... I think he's xenophobic. I think that's what the creator yeah. of Shadow Complex well, is. Well, I mean, what else? Hollow Knight not being number one is such a mistake. I will fight for it. Yoku, Another though, me... Yoku, though, needs some representation. Oh, Yoku absolutely deserves to be in that top ten. And you need to tell people, oh, have you not played this game? Yeah, I was like, oh, well, you can't talk about it because you don't know what you're talking about. But you, I assure you... You, you, have, to, you have to play... You I, I, to... I always come out swinging in these conversations. Always come out swinging. But Yoku, I will fight tooth and nail to get this on the IGN list. So that is oh, what we will do. We're going to talk about Ori and Guacamelee. I like Guacamelee. I don't I, know. I, I actually didn't like Guacamelee. I actually, I actually stopped playing Guacamelee. I, I didn't like Ori. I played all the first Ori, and now I'm going to play the second one, and I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, I wouldn't consider Dead Cells a Metroidvania. It's not. SteamWorld Dig and SteamWorld Dig 2 are incredible. Cave Story is technically a Metroidvania. Salt Sanctuary. Yeah, it is. <laughs> there are people saying Dark Souls is a Metroidvania. It is. In the loosest. It's it's much looser than that. I'm just looking at... I, would, I, would, I was actually going to be a cool kid and be like, Control. I think Control is a Metroidvania. I think controls the most AAA Metroidvania we've had in a while. Nick, you have to put, you have to really push Yoku. I'm gonna push Yoku. You I'm gotta, pushing you Yoku. Push Yoku. You, I, gotta, you gotta give Yoku some IGN credit. Someone actually re- recommended Yoku, and I responded to that saying, "I'm gonna play that this weekend, and I will, and I can't wait to talk about it once I've got to experience it." 
And buddy, I played it that weekend. So I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about it. Also, Bloodstain deserves to be on. That game's very good. Bloodstain's very good. Uh, but Joey, what is the next game on our list? You just want me to pick one? Did you want to do... I have no idea what you're going to say. What? I mean, I could. Let's do it. I want to do like a retro game. I'm in the mood. You wanted, Have you played that? Yeah. I mean, a long time ago. I'll play it again, though. You're just, you're just going to sit down and play it? Yeah. Like soup to nuts? Yeah. I've been wanting to replay it, actually. TBH. You've been wanting to replay it? Okay, then. Well, I guess then the next game we're going to play... See, now that can be a really slippery slope because then there can be an argument to just do like multiple of those in a row. Give the people what they want, you know? All-time greats, people who, they're supposed quote-unquote all-time greats. Let's see if they hold up in 2021. Okay. Okay, well, I guess the next game we're going to do is um, <clears throat> 1992's The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. 1992? Yeah. It came out the year I was born? Yeah, fucking old mate over there. Does it hold up in 2021? Actually, well, it actually might be 94. It's, it's either 92 or 94. It's, it's like one year. It's plus or minus my birthday one, one year. There you I have it. One. We're going to see if Link to the Past holds up in 2021. But until then, please check out Yoku. Oh, it's 91. Comes, oh, it's a, man, Link to the Past is older than me. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Well, there you go. That's going to be the next game. So uh, I hope you have a Nintendo Switch Online subscription, or literally a potato capable of running an emulator. I, I didn't expect to play this on the podcast. I was just playing it for myself. So now we I want to talk. I'm itching to talk Zelda, baby. Okay. I'm itching. Okay. So until next time, and then I'm going to do the, the title sequence because I love the title Peace sequence of uh, Link to the Past. Where it goes... <laughs>